0: Welcome to Texans Unfiltered. Here we go. Here we go. A Houston football podcast
1: for your Houston Texans. All right, welcome to welcome to Texans Unfiltered. Um, you know what? This is going to be a little bit rough here in a second. I never drive, uh, but this is two weeks in a row. James is going to just hang out. He's here today. Um, <laughs> So we're going to have fun with it tonight uh, We're going to do a little bit A little bit different than we normally do Because it's uh, slow time of the year And just wanted to take an opportunity to allow y'all to get Get to know the team a little bit better um, First off, where to find us? Um, Houston FB on Twitter and Instagram If you are not following us, please make sure you follow us um, It does a whole lot in helping us land some of these interviews It helps us Put out more content. It helps us make the show bigger. Please, if you listen, take a minute, follow us on Instagram. Take a minute, follow us on Twitter. Then you can block us and ignore us forever after, afterwards. But it just, it goes very far when you do take that half second. Easiest way to support the pod. Also, please follow follow James on Twitter, Young Ari Gold. He's I am Young Ari Gold on Twitter. Um, you know, he's kind of the personality, kind of our... In our, our Twitter and interview star right now, so keep propping him up, and don't forget to look at our, our writers, uh, Dylan and Jordan. Uh, Dylan is over at Texans Draft, and Jordan is at Texans Thought. Both both of them on Twitter. Again, you're gonna I learn do, something. I both both of them are.
0: Thoughts. Do what? Texans underscore thoughts.
1: Texans underscore thoughts and Texans underscore draft. No. Actually like. Right. Yes. Didn't you change it? Really? Yeah, Dylan changed it. Oh, he did? I, I, yeah. I did change
0: it, yeah.
1: And, you know, I'm I'm loving the uh, naming convention y'all got going on <laughs> right now.
0: We planned, yep. The Texans Draft was taken, so I had to add the underscore. Well,
1: there you go. You probably already have more followers than Texans Draft because i have never heard of them. Um, all right, well, we're going to do game night tonight. We're going to do trivia, and we're going to let each one of them, you know, rant and call each other out. A little bit. Uh, tonight's all about having fun. The only rules will be that if they miss a question, they're out for the round. And if they, if the, um, if the chat actually answers the question for them, you know what? What do you think, James? Should you, if you get the question right and chat answers it for you, does it count?
0: Uh, yeah, it's like, a, it's like a the phone a friend. Yeah, cause it's like phone a friend.
1: They they may tell you the wrong answer, so that's okay. You gotta try All right. Well, I'm gonna let everybody go around, just um, update update us on how you're doing, because I know everybody's struggling right now with this this quarantine, even though Texas is supposedly reopening. Uh, James, how are you doing, man?
0: i um, fantastic. This is really weird for me. Um, I don't feel comfortable at all sitting here like this. So neither
1: do I. So um,
0: um,
1: we're gonna get used to it, though. We're gonna practice. Okay. We are? Okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know. <laughs> okay. Uh, Depends on how big of a disaster this is. I'm good.
0: Family's good. Website's good. TU team is good. Um, I'm excited, man. Like, uh I know quarantine's going on, but, like, I just, when I think about, like, what we're doing and what we're building and, like, who is a part of the team and is a part of that process, like, for me, this entire thing is just like super exciting, and um, you know, having Preston on here is super important to me because Preston and I have, have grown really close over the last three and a half years. And, and having Dylan and Jordan on here now to just like be on here with you guys—I know you guys did it last week—but uh, no, it's uh, it's just awesome. And uh, I know that this isn't our normal stream. We break down Texans and all that stuff, so hopefully you guys get to get to know who we are a little bit, uh, and maybe that'll uh, impact how you guys watch the show and uh, how you guys engage with us on Twitter. I think that's really the purpose of this, is so you can kind of have an understanding. Whoa! Oh, my God! Cody made it! He hey, goes to bed really early, so, hey, what's up? here. Um, so, yeah, I'm excited uh, to just introduce who we are. I mean, I know you guys know who I am, so I probably need to do some amount of talking on this, but... Um, yeah, I'm great, and I'll
1: kick it back to you, John, I guess. Um, just passing around to the um. Sorry, I'm trying to get Instagram working again. All
0: right, Dylan, take it over.
1: Yeah, I'm yeah, I'm doing alright.
0: Uh, I'm ready for Texas to open open back up, but yeah, I'm really excited about this tonight. It's always fun to talk to talk to everyone. And Cody. Hey, I, I'm doing well. Um, who are you? And what do you do for TU? Hi, uh, uh, I'm i That's what it does. true. <laughs> you also might know me as a uh, if you see me on the Discord or whatnot. Um, I made the website, and I generally am responsible for keeping the website up to date. And then uh, I spam our content on Reddit. So if you see our content on Reddit, there's a good chance that's me. Um, yeah, and then as far as how I'm doing, yesterday was my birthday, so that, that was good, and then today I saw my dad for the first time in, like, six six months, maybe nine months, so that's good, too. Going
1: well. That's absolutely amazing. Um, we are now officially on Instagram as well, so we are definitely moving up in the world. Um, okay. Preston, how are you doing down there?
0: I'm doing all right. Uh, Semester finishes up in a week, so I'm in grind mode there. Uh, James and I have been grinding in terms of uh, growing the platform and um, uh, figuring That's out what we can ad. do to provide the best content for you guys as possible. Uh, you been on so my ads every day about random little mistakes on the website. <laughs> 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 Sorry, uh, but, you know. We want to make it as good as possible. So, um, Get it. Yeah, I, this is uh, – it's exciting, you know. Hopefully the season happens this year. Otherwise, you know, we're going to have 12 months to fill. I don't know if we're ready for that. So, if, so anybody the can, if anybody can do it, if we can go through four off-seasons and still be here, one season – or one year without the, the season is, is – is, Easy peasy, as uh, Cody would
1: say. We're gonna get really, really good at Madden. That's what's gonna happen.
0: (laughs) Well, did did anybody carry us in Madden? That's for sure.
1: Did anybody bring Jordan in?
0: No, Jordan's nice. I'm here. Yeah. Yeah. So I'll toss it over to you, Jordan. Perfect. Perfect. I'm doing pretty well too. My school semester is luckily over, so I'm just sitting here. This is basically my job now. It's like summer break. Got all the time for this, so that's definitely what I'm focusing on. I'm excited to bring everyone more content, and yeah, I'm super excited for the season. I really needed to start. I just, I'm craving sports just in general. Like basketball got taken away too, like everything. Like, it should be playoffs right now for basketball. That's what I'm really kind of annoyed about, but excited for the season startup. I'm sure it'll start for sure. Um, yeah, I don't know how you can't be optimistic about the Texans this year, honestly.
1: well, small rant before we get started. Did you see the uh, the power rankings, the preseason power rankings that came out today?
0: I think no one tweeted it, right? We really, like twenty first. I, I did tweet it. That's crazy. Twenty first.
1: <laughs> yeah, we are okay. a consensus and agreement that the Texans have improved their roster. I know but every team that they've improved eight. their roster.
0: We only finished top eight in the NFL, so twenty first makes a whole lot of sense. You
1: know. or, I will say,
0: there's a lot of Houston fans that are think that that's an appropriate. We don't exactly have a
1: very intelligent fan base. I mean, what? Sorry?
0: <laughs> yeah, let's just trash the audience. Including the
1: uh, people <laughs> that listen to us, because so, that's what we're, what we're here excluding, for. Excluding yeah. our fan base, that's right. Yeah. All right, well, rules tonight are pretty simple. Um, you miss a question, you're out. Um, the question, if, yeah, you can, use, you can use chat. We're going to go with that. Last person standing wins the round. At that point... They get to point somebody out, and they get to tell them what they get to rant about. They can either rant, do the rant themselves if they've got something that they want to talk about, but essentially they get a couple of minutes of their time, let the uh, listeners get to know who they are and just what their thoughts on the most random stuff out there can possibly be. It doesn't Your rants do not have to be limited to, to Texans. The trivia just is because, you know, why not? Um, I'm just going to make this as simple. It's going to go James Dylan. Jordan, Preston, Cody, because it's the circle that I have, um, and I'm lazy, and I don't really think of an easier way to do it. So that's just how we're gonna roll with it. If you miss the question, the next person gets like five seconds to answer it. So once you say the answer, somebody can kind of steal the next person up, can conceal it. But yeah, let's, let's just go with that. They just get like five seconds. But I get to be I get to be the judge. I say if it counts or not. So, yeah, it's completely arbitrary. Like It's like soccer rules. I get to make them up as we go. Fair? Yeah. Yep. All right, James, start you off really easy. Um, when were the Texans established?
0: Well, they were established in 2001, but their season was 2002. 2000?
1: Oh. Dylan, you want to still?
0: 1999.
1: There we go. James is out. Uh, let's see, Jordan. Eat my shit, then. First season. <laughs> First season. First season? First uh, season. 2001. Preston. 2002. There we go. Really? James and Jordan are now out. We have some uh, six at Texas. I know, right? Yeah. Um, Cody, what was the stadium's name? What's the stadium's name? You're muted. You're muted. Sorry, I was talking to my girlfriend earlier. Right now, it's NRG. Yeah. Dylan, what was the original
0: name? Reliant. Uh, the Astrodome. Astrodome. Were they ever in the
1: Astrodome? Never in the Astrodome. Never in the Astrodome.
0: In the Astrodome. The was Astrodome. that the Oilers? for the Oilers in the Astrodome? Didn't
1: we do our very first draft in the Astrodome,
0: though? Was that not a thing? We, the second draft was in the practice zone, like where they took the draft from until the video. The first draft might have been in the Astrodome.
1: I'm. I don't know. I wasn't. Oh. I don't know. The second draft was in the practice <laughs> bubble. I know the second draft is in the practice
0: bubble though.
1: All right. So both James and Jordan are still out. Um. Who just Who just answered? Uh, Preston. Right. Preston. No, did so We're on, on Preston. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So, Preston, what conference are we in?
0: Uh, FC.
1: See, it's hard, you know? Even easy questions. Uh, Cody, what division? AFC South, baby. Uh, Dylan, what's our mascot?
0: Toro the Texan.
1: There we go. Preston, name one of our colors. Blue. No, 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 no. Uh, No. um,
0: What is it? Deep seal blue.
1: There we go. Cody, name another one. Battle red. Dylan, you get the last one. Victory White, is that what it is? They're uh-huh. out. Oh. Liberty White. Yeah. Oh, come on. Ah. Preston, who was the founder?
0: Uh, Rob McNair. Robert. His name's Robert. Robert. His name okay. Robert. He's right.
1: Okay. Uh, who's the current owner? Cody.
0: Nancy McNair.
1: Really? That works.
0: It's his, Preston it's who's his the wife. CEO. It's his wife. It's not it's not
1: Cal. Cal is the 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 like. Hey Amen. Hey, 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 <laughs> uh Preston, who's um who's the CEO?
0: The C E O? CEO. I'll just say Cal McNair.
1: There you go. Cody, who's the GM? The chief, the biggest, the the Darth Vader,
0: the Bill O'Brien. Wrong. <laughs> William William,
1: William William O'Brien <laughs> William, O'Brien. William uh, O'Brien Preston. How many division championships?
0: Also known as WAB. Wait, wait wait wait! In total, or uh, I'm going to say five.
1: Cody, there we go. Who do you want to make do a rant, and then on what? I want to make
0: young Ari Gold. Do a rant about why DC Comics are better than Marvel. I can't. No, 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 no comics specifically comics. We're not oh. talking about movies. We're not talking about movies. Yeah, specifically because of the depth that DC Comics provides on all their on all their comics. The the origin stories, the layers of the characters. They do everything they can to make sure that the character stands out in all the comic books and provide the most depth that I've ever seen about any character in any comic book. And if people would get off the Marvel high horse, they would actually see that the character depth and the actual superheroes are ten times better than anything that Marvel has. And people will never realize that because Marvel has done so well with the MCU that um, DC and then DC flopped so bad that it's just impossible for DC to ever come back. I don't care what they do. They, they can literally win five Academy Awards for the next five Batmans, and they won't touch MCU. Dude, uh, Dark Knight trilogy was so amazing. Yeah, it was. It's the best trilogy in the history of It's so amazing. Yeah, but. And Dark Knight Rises is so underrated, man. That yeah. movie is incredible. It's good. It's good.
1: There Cody, are you satisfied? Am I what? With, uh, with James, with his rant. I am. Uh, I'm one of the biggest. Well, I'm a
0: giant comic book nerd in the world, and uh, I'm a gigantic DC comic comics fanboy. Uh, their their cinematic universe is trash. Well, their comics are amazing and much better than Marvel as far as just comics go. But, but the so, animated the animated films on DC blow. Oh my god! Oh god. Don't even check out some. Don't check Batman out some Batman animated movies like oh. One Batman Beyond. Oh, uh, so many Batman just animated movies are great. Just just uh, of the dark Knight, Like, yeah. all, all of them are good. Yeah, it's like all the like, – uh, I went on this last podcast. I was talking about the DC uh, streaming service. You should get it. Pretty good. It's pretty good. Anyway, that, okay. that's okay. Okay. the rant. That's the rant topic I wanted.
1: Yeah, that's the other rule. The person that gets to point out the rant, it's to say when it's done, when they are happy with with your, with whatever you have to say. I agree with that wholeheartedly. So. Okay. Well, you don't have to agree with them. You just have to be. I'm happy. I'm happy. Yeah. There we go. Satisfied. All right, James, how many playoff appearances have we had? Five. Dylan, how many playoff appearances have we had? Is it six? Six. I'm going to go with six. It is six. <laughs> Jordan, how many head coaches so, have we had?
0: Oh, Jesus. Easy. Okay. Easy. When are you going to ask the hard questions? Is it – wait. I it three or two? I can't even think. Three.
1: Preston, how many head coaches have we had?
0: <laughs> three.
1: Cody, how many head coaches <laughs> have we had? Four. There we go. Who's lost All one? Right. Um, Dylan, Who name one of out them. On? They got to name them. Dylan, name one of them. That wasn't part of oh, them. Um, Gary Kubiak. Cody, name another one. Bill O'Brien. Dylan, name another one.
0: Don Capers. Preston. Don Capers. <laughs> I, I'm I'm picking up
1: my boy Dylan over here. Cody named the last one. Oh! <laughs>
0: <laughs> Cody, you you know know about you know. that? <laughs> I guess nobody wins this round. Yeah,
1: pass uh, out. Do that, we have buddy. any help
0: in the chat? Anybody know?
1: I'm not gonna lie. I straight up thought it was three until you all failed. <laughs> 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 Dylan, you still get to go. Oh, Dylan won, but wait, you want to wait, take one more no. guess? Yeah. Wade Phillips. Was it really Wade what? Phillips?
0: Wait, it was Wade a Phillips.
1: So he was fired
0: for like half a season? Half a season. He's got so a record. Counts. Technically correct is the best type
1: of correct. Hey, man, I told you, I get to make up the rules here. Yeah. Okay. All right, Phillips.
0: Dylan,
1: you get to make some money. I would love the for rant. him to
0: come back and end a PC. subject. Okay, um, I'm sorry, I got to go with Young Ari Gold once again. Oh God, it's gonna be like that all night. I know it.
1: Go ahead. <laughs> hey man, everybody knows James. Can I, we... want,
0: I want you to rant about why Uzi is the best rapper in the world right now. Oh
1: well. Yeah.
0: Can't do that. Yes, you it's can. I believe you. It's not I possible. I've never listened to one song of Uzi. Oh my goodness. I I try to so, I'll give you this rant. I can understand the talent. And the reason why people are infatuated with Little Uzi, Vert. I can completely understand. The rhythmic flow, the beats are great. He's catchy. He does everything that you would look for in a rapper. I think he has talent that is absolutely tremendous, but I think it's geared toward a specific age demographic that only is reached to that aspect. So I don't think people over the age of thirty really have an understanding or a true appreciation for what Little Uzi is actually as an artist. And I think if we were all back in at that age, I think we would truly, I think we would see him for the talent that he is. But I think the old heads of rap, like me and Cody, when we look at it, it's not that we think it's trash. It's just more it's not our lane of rap. We like the Kanye's. We like the, you know, the J.I.D.s, even though he's younger. I, we like the Royce the Five Nines. We like the Kendricks, the Coles, You know, all the guys that continue to carry the torch. I think Uzi is more of an artist than a rapper. If I was to categorize them at all in my opinion. Um but I can understand the cadences and his delivery and his ability to switch things up. I understand why people love these. I think it's just an age thing for one specifically. Uh, yeah, Griselda Griselda's dope too. Uh, I like Griselda. Griselda's dope, exactly. In the, in the chat, yeah. Yeah, Griselda's super dope. Like Westside, Westside Gun is the uh, worst member, don't at me. They who? Westside Young. Yeah, but I mean, Benny the Butcher is like on uh, top tier MC. So it's, yeah, yeah, and Conway. I like Conway the best, honestly, probably. And Kanye, Conway's great too. Jay and that's fun. Um, but I think with uh, well, Griselda's album. What was it? Pray for it was like I don't know. Pray for France or something like that. They just put it out two weeks ago. It is a banger. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you for your thank you for your kind words on my favorite rapper though. <laughs> wait, wait, wait! Uzi is, is your favorite rapper? We gotta. He's twenty. This. He's twenty. 20. This. We gotta change this. I'm nineteen, actually. Nineteen. He's nineteen. Okay, it's forgivable, <laughs> but we gotta change this, my friend. He likes some good music too, though. That's right. I mean, like, I'm not saying Uzi's bad. I'm just saying I don't know if he's worthy of being favorite. You're <laughs> nineteen your favorite rapper? My favorite, I mean, like favorite is, I mean, my favorite musician is Kanye West. No, okay. Kanye's very rare, and like we don't see Kanye artists come out and like they don't exactly do that thing that happens. But again, I also recognize how much of an asshole and a horrible, not he's not a horrible human being, he's a horrible public presence. Like as far as a human being, he, he's a good father, a good husband. He just says outlandish shit and people crucify him for him, and that outlandish shit is outlandish, but I still love me some Kanye. When Kanye lost his mom... Oh, uh, uh, dude, it changed. It's what it it totally man. Kanye, I just watched... On Mother's Day, my favorite performance of, in, the, in, the, in, the, in the history of music is the Grammys when he performs Hey Mama. That makes me want to cry. Like, it's the saddest performance I've ever seen in music. It literally moved me in a way I've never thought that music could potentially move me. He's on stage just basically a week later just dying and that's one of like that's what makes me love Kanye is the raw emotion that he brings to his music and that's, that's wow. what we ever stand out Love Kanye Love me, Kanye Alright
1: Alright, back, back to the interview Alright James, who did the uh, Texans first beat? First opponent ever mm.
0: Wait, are we talking preseason Or are we talking No,
1: no it's a real first game First one to count yeah, first one that counts. The Cowboys. Dylan, uh, first division championship. Oh. Well, we've only ever been in one division. What? 2014, easy. Jordan, what year was the first division championship?
0: <laughs> first, Like the first time we won the South.
1: First time we won the South. What year?
0: Oh, eight?
1: Man, you're killing these first guys. Spin. I think
0: it was 2012.
1: Cody, eleven? Eleven. There we go.
0: <laughs> what? It was January of 2012. Come on. Wasn't, Pey- wasn't Peyton Manning still in the
1: division? <laughs> he, he what? Yeah, it. It was the year he got hurt, I thought. Right. Um, it doesn't, matter. Um, it doesn't 2001, matter.
0: 2001.
1: The the game was in 2012, but they won the division in 2011. So there we go. Um, James, what was the record in 2011? Eleven and five. Cody, you. Well, we'll do do a, do a tiebreaker. Let's see if you got this one.
0: He's looking at it online. I see his eyes. I know. No, I'm not. I really what are not. his glasses say? You can see it. You can see it. I'm looking at it.
1: Uh, I'm gonna go. That's what probably our best year. So twelve four. Was that our best year? 2011. Oh, dit no, um, no.
0: you already said it, so that
1: doesn't count. <laughs> <All right. laughs> Alright, we'll move on. Um what franchises other than us have never appeared in a championship game? Oh,
0: easy. Okay, then go. It's
1: on you, James. On,
0: it is oh, it was okay. easy. Let's let him let's let Mr. Moon. Browns. And who else? Detroit Lions. Who else? Uh you want me to go three in a row?
1: Jesus Christ here. Okay. It was a it was a trick question.
0: <laughs> oh, wait, we it's oh, yeah, just
1: us. Yeah, unless you count the champion. The I thought we the Super Bowl. Okay. You mean you you know, like AFC, AFC, top championship. Top. AFC
0: Championship? win by default.
1: yes. It was a it was a it was a trick, and I think James it knew. Was. All right, James, who do you want to make rant? Uh,
0: let's, see, let's give my boy Jordan some some time here. All right, all right, all right. Jordan, I want you to, and I don't want you to get in your feelings here. I'm oh gonna, God. Uh-oh, I know what we're ranting about. I want you to take take some time back, okay? And I want you to rant about why Bill O'Brien is the best general manager and head coach in the NFL and why you think that he's going to take us to the promised land and all, uh, and all holla, as Larry and Stafford would say. Uh, why are you, you going to do this to me, James? Why are you going to put me on the floor like that? Goddamn. Hey, um. You could turn it around on James. He, can. he can't. He can't turn anything around. He's got to. He's got He's got to do it. All right. So Bill O'Brien, you know, he's a smart guy. He's he's figured out the NFL. You know, he's figured out that uh, where do I where do I go with this? Dude, you're trying uh, so hard right now. Mm-hmm. You're dying. You're okay. dying. Okay. Okay. Good I got. Logic. I got. You know, there is one move that I can point to where Bill O'Brien unequivocally did did this move to make sure that we can win a Super Bowl and it made him the smartest GM and that one move is trading for Jacob Martin. <laughs> <laughs> because Jacob Martin is the goat. Jacob Martin is the fan. <laughs> As you can see, I you will not find a bigger fan of Jacob Martin. And Bill Brand had the in ingenu ingenious I don't know. He's smart. <laughs> I make the trade for Clowney. Getting rid of. Oh, God, I can't even talk about him. So good. <laughs> Bringing in the talent that is Jacob Martin. He's a super young, super athletic freak of a pass rusher. And, you know, he only got three sacks last year. Sorry, three and a half sacks last year. But Clowney only got three. So, you
1: know, stats are everything. You know, sacks, biggest thing. That's how you tell how good a player is, right? So clearly, Jacob Martin is the best player best pass rusher that the Texans could have had.
0: And uh, because of that move, Bill O'Brien, he's a genius, man. What can I Damn say? it. Damn it. Jordan, you could have easily went with, and we've had this conversation last week. I know what you're going to say right now. What? Gary on Conley. That is correct. <laughs> he for the goat. No, Gary, <laughs> quarterback one. <laughs> Do it. But who would have thought we were the one who actually fleeced the Seahawks? For yeah. real, though, like, they only got a year of an injured Clowney. And like didn't get a really guaranteed third. They then. got both
1: Conley and They, they don't get a
0: single. They don't get any cockpit. But everybody was saying, oh, no, why not let Conley play? You're guaranteed to get a third when he leaves. I uh, guess what? Wait, wait, wait. Everybody roll back on young Art Gold and how pissed he was the entire season. I was. so we gave up Clowney. <laughs> so, so what's this? Oh, I was right all along. We no, still so would have been a better team with. We was right. We yeah, he
1: kind back. of flipped when Martin had the sack against Buffalo. No, I and never, then at that point, I never flipped. Kinda. Kind of. I never flipped on Clowney. <laughs> pull up the but, audio. Everybody if you pull it. up the audio, I was the first one to bring hey up guys, Martin.
0: We won the trade with with Seattle. Well, that was a little I, bit
1: of sarcasm when we. I remember being though. at the Twin Peaks
0: when that was, that was said. I remember being at the Twin Peaks when that was said. Yeah, proof? Huh? You have proof? <laughs> yeah, proof. Yeah. I want to see the proof. No proof. Right. I got. I got. James, the I got the receipts, man. James, are you satisfied? I guess. I just really. Yes. Thought it I thought he was gonna go with Gary. It's it's part of it. It's definitely a big part of it, but I had to stay true to, to who I am, you know. Two so, Rams. I get it. I get it. Uh-huh. He, he also drafted Kiki QT and Charles Omenihu, so we have to give them some big props for that. These are facts. Dude, Do 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 By the way, by the way, I love Charles Omenihu. I'm a gigantic UT fan. UT alumni. We, we, we don't we don't put Kiki yeah. and Chucky in the same. <laughs> <laughs> <Exceptions>, okay?
1: okay. <laughs> Alright, let's get back to it. James, how much was the original cost of the Texans? How much did Bob McNair pay for them?
0: <laughs> what the heck? Are we doing Jeopardy rules here? Okay, so everybody's about to be eliminated. So um <laughs> <laughs> one point three two six billion. Dylan. Um I'm gonna go with five hundred million. Jordan. Uh five billion. Preston? Just a second. Here, let me type in here. <laughs> yeah, you know, we have really no idea. <laughs> I don't know. Uh,
1: Cody. $860 million. James, take another guess. $1.65. Dylan, take another guess. Can I tell you what we're valued at? No. <laughs> that
0: wasn't the question. <laughs> we're like one of the top ten, I think, right? Yeah, yeah. We're, we're we, not are. yeah. we are. We are. But we're what ready. was the original...
1: Price. All right.
0: 50 million. Jordan. Hey, Siri. Uh, $2.21 billion.
1: Preston. It's not a billion. Shut up. Shout,
0: shout. Come on, shut up. 1.6 Cody. All right. Can I at least get a hint here? I said 860 Mike, how cold am I? You didn't get me chat. in Ask chat, chat, come on, chat, chat. I'm gonna go. Okay, 160 million. Let's do it. Let's go. James, you want to
1: try again? God, just, we're at, all out At here. this point, the person that can Google something the fastest is gonna win the Shit. round. Oh, oh my god, I,
0: mean, I think this is a draw.
1: 19. It uh, is. That's why I'm saying you can use Google. Wait,
0: no, he started himself. Dylan.
1: I'm thinking. Can I think?
0: He started. Nope. He didn't buy it. <laughs> Dylan. He started it. He didn't buy it. Jordan. 350 mil. That was my boy, Carlos. Preston. And Acer. $700 million. <laughs> Preston. $700 million. Cody. $700 million. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> how
1: was the expansion fee? Not the, how would he bought that. them for? That's what he bought them for, $700 million. Expansion, expansion, expansion fee. fee. Same I, difference. I make the rules. question. Hey, I make the rules. Um. All right, Cody, who's doing a rant? I'm so done. Oh, I want to
0: hear Dylan's thoughts on things, and I want to hear Dylan's thoughts on how Anthony Weaver is going to change the Houston Texans defense. Okay, so I think there's a lot of things he can he can do. What 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 I think he should do is or like is leaning towards. I think he's I think he's leaning towards starting. Oh, yeah. we have three, four, right? JJ Watt, Ross Blacklock, the defensive ends, Timmy Jernigan in the middle, or Brandon Dunn, whichever. Who cares? And then we got merciless, and I think he's finally gonna. I think he's gonna get rid of Scarlett in his starting role. He's gonna start Grenard, and I think that's gonna be a much improved pass rush. Hopefully, he, he plays a lot. He plays a lot of Dylan Cole on passing downs, if he can stay healthy. If he can stay healthy. And I think he's going to have Roby in the slot. I think he's going to trust Lonnie to start outside with Conley on the other. And I think he's going to start Eric Murray. There, I said it. He's going to start Eric Murray with Justin Moore. And that's going to be – Is that supposed to be a good thing? No, it's not. But I think he's going to do it. I think Eric Murray is going to be one of those people that we're going to look at and be like, okay it might be something there but go on. yeah I don't think he's gonna be, be like amazing but like to start yeah. it. we don't have any expectations from him anyway go on. yeah just I think he's gonna hopefully he i think the big the weakest link right now on this defense is Bernardrick mcKinney on passing downs like that he's the biggest liability in this defense and i think he, if Dylan Cole can stay healthy, Anthony Weaver's was going to utilize him a lot more than Rack ever did. Mm-hmm. I agree there. I absolutely agree yeah. there. I'm satisfied with that answer. Thank All you right, right. Are you ready that. to get going again? Yeah.
1: All right, first 500 season.
0: First, what is that like? That's first, first time that they finished like
1: better than eight and eight.
0: That is such a Houston question. First yeah. eight and eight season. That's like
1: no better than eight and eight.
0: Better than eight and eight or first eight and eight?
1: Eight and eight or better. Oh, okay. God. That is such Dylan. A... Uh, can I answer? Are you going to answer? <laughs> <laughs> You're complaining.
0: <laughs> you need time to Google it. He's uh, very His <laughs> little, thick, and tight. What's uh 2009.
1: Dylan. I'm going to go with 2011. Jordan.
0: Nope. Um, hey. thousand and. Six or seven, seven.
1: Seven. There we go. Hey, actually, okay, let's
0: go. All right, call me right.
1: Let's go. The actual first winning season to follow that up, though.
0: Does this, this is the music.
1: This is first. the Preston.
0: First winning season.
1: First winning season.
0: Um,
1: 2011. Cody. Nine. There you go. And uh, Jordan, what was our record in two
0: thousand and nine? Yep. I wouldn't say we improved improved that
1: much. Probably nine and seven. (laughs) There you go. You know it. Cody, who was the uh, first playoff win against? Cody, I know. know. Bengals, right? Yeah. Bengals. Jordan, what year was that? What season?
0: Oh God. Eleven? Yep. No, wait. Yeah,
1: okay. Yeah, 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 that works. Technically, 2012, but it was the 2011 season. Yeah. Uh, Cody, who was our first playoff loss against?
0: Loss. Whoever was after the fucking. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot.
1: I pass. I I forgot whoever. I put I put these memories behind me. uh, uh Jordan, you. We lost this year. So who do you who do you want to? Who do you want to rant?
0: Um, let's hear it from you, John. I Wait, who was he? Yeah. Yo, Chad. Give us the answer. Is it a cheat?
1: What, what am I talking about? Like the Colts? Or something? I'm going to save it for the start of the next round. James can Google it right now so Raven? it gets the question right.
0: All right, John, for you, let me look at your list here.
1: Um, the Ravens off
0: I want to hear your thoughts on trading J.J. Watt.
1: Oh,
0: ouch. Swan's in the chat, too. This is going to be good.
1: So, um, you know, he wants to go play in Pittsburgh. He wants to go play with his brothers. He has done a lot for the city, so the, I think the only right thing that we could do by JJ is if he wants to go play in Pittsburgh, we let him go play in Pittsburgh. That way we don't have to pay him. We can still get a return on him while, while he still has value. If he continues to miss half the season every single year, he's not going to have much value, especially for what he's going to demand in his contract. This is very, very painful to talk about. However, I mean... It's a, it's one of those things that's within the realm of possibility. It would make sense to do if Bill O'Brien goes full Bizarro Belichick, then it happens and you get a return while you still can. I mean, JJ J. Watt is still a dominant player when he's healthy, but when you can't count on him to be there when you need him, i.e. the playoffs, what's kind of the point of paying another guy a hundred million dollars, a hundred million dollar salary?
0: Yeah, that's true. And what would you say is a fair? Return for J.J. Watt at this point in his career.
1: There's no such thing as a fair return when it comes to J.J. Watt. This is J.J. Watt. Um, True. Hopefully the uh, the other team will send us an extra first-round pick just based on what he's going to do for their fundraising. And he's guaranteed season tickets. So, you know, three first-rounders.
0: Okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I said something Jason Braddock suggested we should, after the Osweiler se- season, suggested we should trade a first and J.J. Watt to the Pats for Jimmy Garoppolo. Jeez.
1: Oh, Jason Braddock has a very smart man, but he missed big on that one. <laughs>
0: yeah, no thanks.
1: So, so, John, how painful was that rant put together for you? It hurts because, I'm you know, I'm beginning to to prepare my heart because it's going to happen. We all know it's going to happen. It's just the question of when. Or he will I don't want to be blindsided like I was with Hop. Like, I didn't think that Hop was complete, complete out of nowhere. Like, that was a right hook. JJ, it's going to be a jab, but hopefully we at least see it coming. <laughs> Swan, it's kind of a joke. You get people to say things that is the opposite of what they truly believe.
0: I remember... We're just ran- messing
1: with each other. All right, now that I've recovered from that... Uh, James, did you get your uh, your Google out? No, do I need to have Google? Who <laughs> was the first playoff loss to? Oh, I thought they said Ravens, right?
0: It is the Ravens. Yeah. It
1: is the Ravens. Yeah. Uh, Dylan, the who round. was the first round pick in 2011? Uh, did you what? Um, well, we had the first number one pick ever in our franchise. Who did we pick?
0: Oh, it's Winnie Devcart
1: i block them out, too. Uh, Preston, how many number one picks have we had?
0: Number one picks?
1: Number one overall picks. How many have we had?
0: Let's, I'll say two. No.
1: Uh, Cody. This was a podcast, man. I can't... Three. <laughs> Three. There we go. Uh, James, name one of them. Jenevian Clowney, of course. Dylan, name the last one.
0: Mario Williams.
1: Alright, um, Jordan's out, correct? No, Jordan's in. I got one, I got Who's out? Who's out. Yeah, out. Me.
0: Preston's
1: Preston. out. Okay, so Jordan's still in. Um, Jordan, name any second overall pick. So the second pick in the first round that the Texans have had. Any of them.
0: What the heck? The second overall. Second Remember, overall. I think it would be easy to prepare. Uh... I can't even think. I don't know where drafts this like that. At two. I can tell you a great number three? I don't know. I don't even have an answer Uh Cody. I'll tell you a real great number three.
1: Tell me a number two. I don't know a number two, but uh, I'll tell you an
0: amazing number three.
1: Tell me a number two.
0: I don't know a number two. James. Like the second overall pick is. Second overall pick. Second overall pick. He's literally Googling it right now. <laughs> Ryan Young. <laughs> Ryan Young, offensive tackle.
1: No, uh, Dylan. You're wrong. We,
0: we, sure never, we, we never picked yeah.
1: second wrong. There we go. Okay, trick okay. question. <laughs>
0: that don't count. <laughs> I'll give you a grade number three, though. So You're wrong. wrong. Ryan Young. So you hey, did look you. That seems like the New York Jets. Not the Houston Texans for the t- draft team, there, Doc. That
1: was right. I'm gonna
0: need
1: to have a rant. It's just Dylan. It's just Dylan that's left, right? Yeah. Okay, <laughs> Dylan. Who's who's doing a rant? I'm gonna
0: I'm gonna go with Jordan. All right, and I'm 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 going to make you mad about how Jacob Martin will get cut this season. Oh, hey. oh, hey, I'm getting some water. Damn, might <laughs> just leave the show. That'd be it for the night. Damn. <laughs> uh, the only way Jacob Martin is getting cut from the team is if he's too damn good. And he's going to require too big of a contract extension that Bill O'Brien is not going to want to pay, just like how he didn't want to pay DeAndre Hopkins. Quote, unquote. Yeah, that's for a.
1: Right. Exactly. Or,
0: or there's, there's, there's no, no room Ray for him Thomas. with Charles O'Malley, whose breakout season that's about to come. They play different positions. They can both thrive. I'm just saying. there might. <laughs> that is the only way he's ever going to get cut. And if he does that will turn Bill O'Brien from the greatest GM to the worst GM ever, so. <laughs> yeah, if Jacob Martin's going to demand the uh, biggest contract in NFL history for a defensive player, is that, is that when Bill O'Brien lets him go? Mm-hmm. That's He's really going to cool. demand Deshaun's contract, Statue set of energy, because, you know, it'll all be worth it, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> okay, wait, wait, wait. I got to ask, though, do people have O'Minahue having a high ceiling? Yes.
1: Because yes. I just... He's not going to be a stat monster, but he's essentially able to replace what Clowney did, just not Clowney's athleticism.
0: And what are thoughts on uh, Everson Griffin? Gimme, I, I, I love Gimme. We can't afford him. Yeah, we can. We, can. Can. we got 16 million cap We can't afford it. him. They don't sign Warford. That's fine. Which yeah. I still hope they do. We're we're not going to buy. We're not going to sign him. How about that? Like, I'll oh yeah, you, have, can you can sign Warford easily. Yeah, I, I I will give you a lot of money that we're not gonna sign. <laughs> a lot. Sign <laughs> hey, who, Griffin yep. will, and it'll be worth it. so on. Like, like does that even sound like the Houston Texan move at all? Is that like, have we ever made that? We're gonna, gonna sign Eric Reed, and then we're gonna be surprised when he gets burned coverage every every play. No, oh, dude, I'd actually be totally down for Eric Reed. Just make Justin Reed do the running, and make Eric do the. Smashing! Ooh, I like this game. Can we play this game? What? Oh Yeah, we can.
1: Uh, we can. We can do that. Start okay. bench cut. Kiki Carter Coulter. Yeah, let me Start, go. James, let me go. Oh, fuck. Cut. Carter.
0: Bench. Coulter. Start. Kiki. Mm. Cody. Cut Kiki to the shadow realm. Kick, kick him out of the chat. But we're gonna we're gonna bench Coltier because he's he's an unknown. We don't know anything about him. I'm pretty excited, and we're gonna start Carter because Carter is Dar- proven that he can run fucking routes and catch a goddamn
1: ball. Eleven <laughs> so, You know, I can just I, I can DeAndre Carter. I can one see one. Dylan's pain. And it's, Dylan, you're next. And you DeAndre Carter. DeAndre Carter was a top five returner. Last year, I don't know
0: yeah. where this John yeah. Carter is coming from. He made one. He made one fumble. He made one inopportune fumble, and we all hate him. Okay, mean, happens. Happens. we've hated people for less. It's true. It's true. It's not fair. Carter. Carter. He. It's he, my rant. This is my. Rant. Carter, sh- shut up. This is now my rant. This is now my rant. Carter is also one of the reasons we actually won the Buffalo Bills game. if you go back and watch it, where he? friggin' caught like a 20, 30-yard pass from Deshaun on a third friggin' nine or something.
1: Yeah, that was a big one.
0: Yeah, yeah. I, my, photographic photogra- er, football memories come back here. Y'all disrespect Carter. Carter is a damn good asset to this team. Uh I like him better as a receiver than a returner. I'll give you that. I, I agree there. Yeah. But last season. at the same time, Kiki has a ton of potential. Went, I got living up to that potential. And At the end of the day, Kiki's biggest flaw is that he wants Texas Tech and fuck Texas Tech. So. <laughs> okay, I got one. I got one. I got
1: one. Uh, Thomas oh, Thomas Aikens and oh, Warren. Oh, okay. Oh, oh.
0: Okay, I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. Lay it out for us, John. You're the host.
1: All right, easy. You start Aikens. Oh, why? I
0: agree. He's, <laughs> only <the greatest> <laughs> He's only the
1: greatest ever. He's only the greatest ever. Number one tight end in in, um, in separation, uh, top three in yak, uh, top five overall in the entire league from all receivers, running backs included in yak. Um, that's yards after the catch, For dude. Dude. Athletic. The only thing bad about him is he's old. He's 27 because he decided to play baseball. He's so athletic that he played two sports, and he was a tight end that returned kicks in college. Give him the ball more. He's open all the time, and we just kind of sort of ignore him. You know what um,
0: sports? Bo Jackson. That's
1: right. Well, well, I mean, if he if he's Bo Jackson, then we're really blessed. Without I, mean, I don't know what else you're supposed to say to that. <laughs> hey, so you, bench? you uh, You benched. Uh, I'm going to go with Warring. Okay.
0: Why? Wow.
1: He's younger. Um, Really don't know anything about him. Tight ends are fairly replaceable. Um, Jordan Thomas is the one that gets cut. Again, he's a sixth round pick. He is a giant of a man. So you cut him – seventh-round pick. I'm sorry, seventh-round pick. So you cut him and you re-sign him to the practice squad because nobody else is going to sign him because he hasn't shown anything.
0: All right, fantastic. You obviously so Yo, the GOAT. You guys remember – Pull back up the podcast from September 2018. This guy was the biggest Jordan Thomas fan in the world. The <laughs> I just looked it up. He was here in was the a, world. He was the
1: so I was right. Yeah. yeah was it? Oh, I'm sorry. I don't know. Yeah, that was two years ago, dude. Two years changes everything.
0: Do you remember when he was like the talk of training camp? Just yeah, the past training didn't camp, people, people were talking right right. yeah, about training camp from God, like, yeah. and we never got to see it. It was yeah. insane. Do
1: y'all remember, remember Jalen Strong was a top of training camp, yeah, so yeah, I, did, yeah. I, I, I'm going to tell you about this receiver. He right. Braxton Miller. He was yeah. Braxton yeah. Miller. He was Deontay Foreman. Or Lestar James. Lestar James. Oh, don't
0: start on Deontay Foreman. I, I want him to succeed so badly. Uh,
1: so training camp changes everything. <laughs> All
0: right. So let's get to it. So... First of all, Preston, to address your Jordan Thomas thing, I was also way bigger on Jordan Akins, John can attest to this, and it was the one rookie I asked the question about when I interviewed Bill O'Brien was Jordan Akins, to show my true love for Jordan Akins. So this started three years ago. Right, I remember. I remember you loved Akins, and and he was a big Thomas fan, and that was the debate in the podcast episodes. Yep, yep. And another one where I was right. But it's okay. We're not keeping track. Um, I think we are. We're keeping
1: track. <laughs> we should start a scoreboard because I would be very interested to see who's been right more than. Well, I got. We Conley. both we both have our wins.
0: Oh yeah, Conley Roby and Aikens are mine. All right. Um. So will you start Jordan Aikens because he is the best tight end on this team, and he is a top tight end in the making, and you will see it this year because Deshaun watched the kind of over over the off season. And saw Jordan Atkins was standing alone on an island every single play, and he, now he knows that he's he can basically be his safety net. So Jordan Atkins will go on. He is Travis Kelsey, but more athletic and less of a blocker. So um, Jordan Atkins is your starting tight end. You actually you bench Kahali wearing specifically because you just don't know, and it's you can't you you get you you. You drafted him in the third round, so you have to give him an opportunity to show what his worth potentially is. Jordan Thomas is an injury prone tight end who couldn't put it together. Um, and he didn't put it together last year when he did play. And you cut Jordan Thomas because yes, he is a beast of a man. I don't think you'll be able to sign him to the practice squad because I do think that somebody would would grab him. I think there's maybe even potentially a very small trade market for uh, Jordan Thomas in a certain um, Massachusetts franchise, um, but you uh, you 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 cut them if you can't trade them. Dylan. So yeah, I, yeah, start Jordan Akins for sure. Like that should be like the consensus. Uh, but I'm gonna bench Jordan Thomas actually okay. because I just think like with our with the way our receiving core is nowadays, we don't really have a red zone threat in at wide receiver. And Jordan Thomas was in his 2018 season. He was our best red zone threat. So I just think that gives him a lot more value than Waring, who missed his entire first season because of injury, and he can't block. So uh, as a tight end, that's that's something that should be valued. But yeah, I uh, I like I like Jordan Thomas. I hope he, I hope he doesn't make that, but. He probably will, he probably will, honestly. Gordon? Um, I'm just going to say exactly what Dylan said, so I don't know if you want to keep doing that or doing a different one. This guy said more Miller, Carlos Hyde, or David Johnson. I'd be down to do that one. <laughs> yeah, you can do that one. All right. Um, I, would start, I would start Carlos Hyde, and that's going to shock some people, but I think he had a really underrated season. I've been going back, and I've been watching every single snap of every single game recently, and Carlos Hyde is balling out. You know, the run blocking hasn't been great for us, and Carlos Hyde made the most of it. He was consistently getting extra yardage, consistently falling forward, consistently breaking tackles, and yeah, he's not going to do anything for you in the passing game, but that's why you start him. You start him, you bench David Johnson, have him come in and make a big impact in the passing game, which is his specialty, and that's like a perfect duo for you. So that's what I would do with those two. And then I love Lamar Miller. I wanted him so badly when he's a free agent. And it's funny to look back at that free agent class, us getting Brock Osweiler and Lamar Miller, signing them the big deals. I thought we were, like, on top of the world. I thought we had one free agency. We had signed two of the biggest free agents. I thought nothing could go wrong. And,
1: uh, two of the biggest offensive linemen, too.
0: Yeah. That, was that the Zach Bolton's annual elementary year? No, Jeff Allen. Allen. Or yeah, Jeff Allen. Jeff Allen. Lamar yeah. had a good year in 2018. Yeah, he had – his last year was good, but then his first year was just – his first, like, two years, I think, were just awful. We just used him completely wrong. We never used him to his skill set. We just kept running him up the A gap, and that's not what he's good at. So, I'm unfortunately, we're going to have to cut him nowhere. I'll jump in on this. I'm just going to say David Johnson. I, I just remember 2016 and 2018 David Johnson, and I'm just like, oh, I'm so psyched to have this guy. I don't really have a full understanding of his injury history, but, like – just going off of like the pedigree. He I'm I'm so hyped. Um Carlos Hyde had a great year. I don't know if there's any chance we get him this year, but uh yeah, that's what I'll say. He's close to signing with the Eagles, I heard. Yeah. Okay. Uh
1: did you want to jump in on this one?
0: We don't hear you. Okay, uh, I'm gonna jump in now because I'm next in the turn order, and I want to say something. I agree with Pres- Pre- Preston, whichever one he is over here. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna start David Johnson specifically because of the versatility he brings, and that he's not totally predictable. What we bring out. I love what Hyde brought to us last year. I wish him nothing but success in going forward, and I hope that if he's at Philly, that he has nothing but success. But I'm going to hope that we start David Johnson, also because I know his injury history, which was a broken wrist, and then, like, a few nagging injuries like an ankle and a shoulder, none of which are going to, like, significantly slow down a running back at all. Um, So, again, start, start David Johnson, I actually love Lamar Miller. Like I'm a gigantic Lamar Miller fan, so I'm gonna say bench Lamar Miller because a backfield of David Johnson, Duke Johnson, and Lamar Miller is like a friggin' wet dream when it comes to uh, like an offensive backfield. Like that's three people who can run at the edge up the field through the middle and catch ball and catch the uh, ball out of the backfield. And then um, I'm I'm unfortunately going to cut Hyde just because as much as I love him and respect what he did for us, I think he's just a better fit elsewhere. He did a really good job for us, um, but I just don't think that he's the best fit for the Houston Texans. That's it. I'll just jump in and say that our audience is going to be ready for some Johnson & Johnson merch coming your way. (laughs) I'm just hey dude. We got two Johnsons in the backfield and double dick Rod Johnson to protect both of our Johnsons. <laughs> <And> <laughs> we're all about them Johnsons. I'm just saying. <laughs> Speak for yourself. Um, all right. <laughs> <laughs> all
1: right. Let's move on. Um, here's the, here's a the good one. I think James put it up. Would you take this? Hire Bill Belichick, but have to cut Cooks, Fuller, and Justin Reed. So let's let's switch this up. If we get Belichick, it's because the Patriots traded him to us for Cooks Fuller and Justin Reed.
0: Yes. I can only I, I look, I love Cooks, I love Fuller, and I truly love Justin Reed. But Deshaun Watson with Bill Belichick I don't know if there's anything else that can get my coach uh, tingle the way that that potentially could. And I mean, like, that that would be the, the greatest thing ever. I would most likely grab some of it.
1: Um
0: and, uh,
1: just not talking. you. are not wrong. Like, I'm not disagreeing with you. <laughs> I just probably don't share it. <laughs> Something tells me we'll get a video of, uh, of a little bit of TMI on James's face.
0: These are Cody's faces are great. It's, it's
1: like the uh, that South Park meme. It is. <laughs>
0: so it's okay. Okay, go ahead, I'm going to stay uh, now. Oh. Wow. No, because if it wasn't for Mr. O'Brien, the GM, we wouldn't have Cooks to trade. Like, Bill O'Brien, the GM, objectively, in my opinion, is better than Bill Belichick, the GM, when you take in drafts and trades and free agent signings. Because Bill Belichick has not had a great history of drafting. Bill O'Brien, so far, has been pretty quality, pretty good at drafting, in my opinion. So, I don't know. I don't think I don't. I know this is gonna sound weird to say, but I don't think Bill Belichick would have that much of an impact on our team. Yeah, I'm gonna piggyback you back off that, and I'm saying no too. My reasoning is everyone hates Bill O'Brien. Okay, not everyone, but like people hate Bill O'Brien. A big reason is because they think he's turning us into the Patriots. So why would you want? the Patriots, coach, GM, whatever, the person who embodies the Patriots the most, to come over here, and that's what he's going to do too. Bill Belichick has always been that. He's always been about doing it his way. Everyone else has to fall in line with him. nothing That's not going to change when it comes to the Texans. People are saying, oh, Bill O'Brien's trying to turn Sean Watson into Tom Brady. He's trying to turn him into a pocket quarterback. Well, that's exactly what Bill Belichick can do. So I wouldn't want him at all. I think he'd change too much of our team or our identity. I'm sticking with Bill O'Brien.
1: I'm going to disagree with with y'all strongly. Uh, Belichick is not great at drafting, that is true, but Belichick is great at finding coaches, he's great at finding personnel guys. He is great at coaching the product that is on the field. Now, you know what, he can't draft but most GMs can't draft. It's kind of overrated. You get lucky a couple of draft classes in a row and that's what turns you into a strong roster. It's scheming with what you got. Um, It's just I would rather take the guy that's actually able to put the guys that he has in better positions to win than the guy that has to, this magic drafting power that, that drafts all pros or pro bowlers, which, I mean, Bill O'Brien has not shown the ability to do. And Belichick has shown the ability to adapt his offense. I mean, he won with uh, Brissett, and he made Jacoby Brissett look like a very good quarterback. And
0: Matt, Castle.
1: and Matt Castle. And Matt Castle didn't do anything when he went to Kansas City. Um, Brissett really didn't do much when he went to Indy. So, yeah, I'll, there's there's no doubt in my mind. Belichick, the only disadvantage of having Belichick would be the fact that, you know, he's already proven everything. At this point, if he doesn't ha- really have that same urge to crush all the competition, he may not be the same coach. Whereas the only thing that Bill O'Brien has is he has that huge chip. He re- you know he reads the news. You know he sees what's going on where everybody thinks that he's the biggest idiot in football. So that's probably fueling him, but I mean, let's let's be real here. It's Belichick. If you have a chance to get Belichick, you get Belichick.
0: Cody, could we put Belichick as defensive coordinator and keep Bill O'Brien on the offense?
1: Maybe he would rehire Bill O'Brien as his offensive
0: I mean, coordinator. I mean, he hired O'Brien once. So, um, I mean, honestly, I like as I put up here, players greater than co- coaches. Um, <laughs> So you can have the great. You can have Bill O'Brien coaching a fucking college team. He's not beating an NFL team. I don't. I don't care how good of a team how good of a coach Bill O'Brien. Sorry. You can have Bill Belichick coaching Alabama. I don't care Clemson. If any, any, any uh, college team, he's not going to be an NFL team. Like you have to have players on the field. That's a bad argument because we're talking about NFL players. That's fine, but. He would have an NFL but We're crippling our team now to get a coach who's probably going to retire in two years. So we give up three players. Bill players O'Brien be may be fired in two years. Three players who are going to be valuable contributors for this next three years for a coach who will be
1: gone in maybe two. And two, two which is whose contract, contract who may be up at the end of the year. Who and still got to resign Reed.
0: Fine, his, if we uh, get that
1: coach, we'd also have to cripple Oh, no, him. we are not giving up D4. It's fine, but who to give? No, no, a Swan put down there, give up D4. That, that changes the conversation. Yeah, no, no, Belichick no, no. has to have D4. Cody's like, I'm trying to tell you. There's, <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to say, but, like, even
0: still, this doesn't, the math doesn't work out. Like, we get Bill Belichick, but we give up three valuable starters to our team, in which case we're crippling our own team, and so we get a great coach and no players to actually make it do. And so we have the Patriots of last year. And they did a whole lot. We kicked their ass. They got their ass kicked in the playoffs. Not very fun. So I'm going to go with no because at the end of the day, you need players on the field. Scheme over players, in my opinion. Players In the,
1: play N- in the NFL, it's arguable that every single team is very, very close in talent. There's a couple of things that are going to tip the scale. I would argue that Deshaun Watson is one of the things that tips the skill in the favor of the Texans. Mm-hmm. And then you get a coach that is able to put pieces around him and make the most out of those players. Um, Bill O'Brien, we have talked about sometimes he may not always be the best at self-scouting, but then he surprises us. But the one that is the absolute best at self-scouting, seeing his team and making adjustment is Belichick. And right. you are right. Players are more important than coaches. However, putting the players in a position to succeed is very is is the. I agree. I agree. So tips I, the balance in the NFL. Can <laughs> I wrap up? Every team is my very, comment, though? Please do. To wrap oh. up
0: uh, over my comment, wrap I would up. agree that I think that Bill Belichick is worth a player. I don't think he's worth three players. Bill Belichick was already traded for a first-round pick. I don't think at this stage in his career, with maybe only two to three years left in his con in, in his actual professional career, that he's worth three valuable players to our team. One? Maybe. I'll,
1: I'll make that. Like, Justin Reed for Bill Belichick. What if it was uh, three first-round picks? We no. just don't have a first-round um, pick until first-round pick. First pick? Yes. A first-round pick? Sure. A.
0: Sure. Three? No. We also, we can't trade three. We can literally only trade, what, now, two? Yeah. Three?
1: Yeah. I'm, I'm making shit up. Like, yeah, but no, like, <laughs> the, the right. The food. The
0: food. Let's move on. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I agree. The Texans' right. offense in 2020 will be a better version of the 2018 Los Angeles Rams. Would you, yeah. you and why, Dylan? Yeah, you know how I feel about this offense. Uh, I think it's got the potential to literally be a top five offense, if not like top two, just like. I, like I said before, if you have, if when it's clicking and everyone's healthy, which is a big if, it's a big if, like I get it, but like we have Fuller and Cooks and Stills able to take the top off the defense with Cobb in the slot and like Fells, Fells and Aikens being semi-reliable targets at the tight end position. And then you have David Johnson, Duke Johnson coming out of the backfield. It's just like, how do you cover that? You, you really don't. You can't, with Deshaun, with a, let's say for the sake of argument, top 10 quarterback, like obviously we probably think he's top five, but like he's he's a consensus top 10 quarterback throwing, and he has all those weapons and it's a solid offensive line. That's only going to get better. You have Titus Howard and Titus Howard and Max Sharping are both going to improve. Nick Martin is what he is. He's a solid center. And Laramie Tunzel hasn't even reached his prime yet. And it's going to be a solid offensive line. So it's like this offense is going to be great if it can stay healthy and if it's clicking. Jordan. Yeah, so Dylan cover pretty much everything personnel-wise, so I don't want to keep harping on that too much. I'll talk about the scheme-wise, and that's what really made the Rams go to Sean McVay. Really knew how to scheme up his offense. He really knew how to put his players in space and create advantages for them. And Bill O'Brien, people are kind of divided on that. Most people say he can't scheme, he can't call an offense. I see it a bit differently, and I've just recently kind of made this realization a lot of time last year, we saw two different offenses. We saw the Will Fuller offense, which was more creative, more deep downfield passes. And then we saw the without Will Fuller offense, basically, which was more New England patriots style, kind of short, quick passes just to get the ball out so Deshaun doesn't get sacked because they're basically scared. Now, you have Will Fuller. Hopefully, he stays healthy. We don't have to depend on that, though. We have Brandon Cooks, who can come in and is arguably a better player than Fuller already. And Stills can play that role too. So you have two other options. If Fuller goes down, the offense doesn't have to change anymore. And so if we stick to that creative, more deep-passing, scheme-heavy style, then the offense is literally, like, the potential is sky-high. And then you look at the clear upgrade of Deshaun over Jared Goff. Like, we've seen what happens to Jared Goff now if he doesn't have the perfect situation. He's a below average quarterback, Right. That's never been the thing with Deshaun Watson. He's always a guy who elevates the talent around him, and he's going to have an MVP season, and this offense is going to be top five, probably top three. Preston? Uh, I don't know anything about the 2018 Los Angeles Rams, uh, but I will say that I'm super excited about David Johnson and Randall Cobb and Brandon Cooks, and hopefully Jordan Akins actually gets some touches this year. Cody. There's only one Los Angeles Rams team that I'm going to compare this one to. And that's the 1999, 2000, and 2001 Los Angeles Rams offense. This is going to be the greatest show on turf. <laughs> I know. You
1: know, I'm going to back up Cody. He's not too far off from what I think they're kind of thinking. Um the greatest show on turf had three burners at receiver. They would stretch the field. They were very aggressive going downfield. And then they had a little guy named Marshall, Marshall Falk. <laughs>
0: um,
1: if David Johnson, who has a very, very similar skill set to Marshall Falk, is able to stay healthy, it, yeah, it's greatest show on turf. I mean, we may not hit those heights, but it's not insane to bring them up in comparison. It's, it's similar even to what the uh, 2018 Rams were able to do. They essentially came out in, shoot, I am now going to screw up which personnel. Um, three receivers, one tight end, one running back. Um, is that oh, 11 personnel? 11, 11 yeah. personnel. They would come out in 11 personnel, about 80%, and they were able to disguise everything they were, they were able to do. They came out with the same personnel package, and they were able to run most of their playbook off that personnel package. That has actually been kind of what, the Texans have always tried to do disguise, not necessarily. Yeah, it's very actually very similar. They're trying to disguise what they're going to do without having to, to change out people, but use their players and attack the uh, the defense's weakness with the same set of people. That does that make sense? The same personnel grouping to attack the weakness of the defense. All right, so looks like we are up, yeah, we're up over an hour. Does anybody else have anything they want to throw out and kind of talk about? We yeah, I'll check? see the
0: comments on uh, choosing between bringing back Osweiler, Ed Reed, or Matt Khalil.
1: Uh, what, oh do we really want to talk about garbage? <laughs>
0: <laughs> I thought That was great. I
1: just hope we have a chance at Ed
0: Reed and hope he's healthy. Have you seen him recently? No, I'm saying, like, if we were looking, like, if we go back to it, like, are we talking about, like, back then? No, we're talking about now. We're talking about right yeah, now. now, man. <laughs> on this team. But I'm probably going to Osweiler and just, like. start one now. Fucking
1: make Osweiler our, like, Joe Webb QB3. Just run him down for, uh, like, punt and return coverage. You know, he might be able to play tight end. Go out there and dunk on somebody. That's what I
0: was gonna say. Was going to back. Bring back Matt Khalil and play him as a tight end. Just a big block dude.
1: There you go. He could be the uh, very poor man's version of what's the guy down at the Saints. what's his name? Uh, uh, his yeah, name. yeah. Nathan Hill. There you go. Yeah. Very poor, but he's not poor because he got a huge contract. Alright. Um let's move on to positive vibes only. Anybody got anything positive that to, ex- to express from last week in Texans fandom? Again, this is just something that we're going to use every week to kind of recenter ourselves because sometimes being a Texans fan can be hard. Sometimes being a fan of any Houston sports fan can lead to uh, negativity. Do um,
0: w- you want me to kick it off?
1: Yeah. Anybody, speak up. <coughs> Nothing good's happened last week. Nothing at all. No, something happened. Something
0: happened, and it was big. It was bigger than what we expected would have came. And it was the release of the 2020 NFL schedule. That's about as positive as we can get right now. We know that week one, we are getting in that ass on Kansas City. And we have two players in the secondary who are fired up, ready to lay it all out there in Justin Reed and Lonnie Johnson. They're talking trash. Justin Reed's talking about how he hasn't stopped thinking about it since. And this, I mean, I love the schedule. We broke it down on Thursday, me, Jordan, and and John. I I, I love the schedule. I know it's tough. I know the first four weeks, I really think it's going to be – I really think this team is going to shut a lot of the critics up, and that's the best part for me. The potential is so high. I think offensively there's really a good chance that this team is probably one of the best offenses we've seen in, in at NRG. I think the defense has potential. I think that it's going to take – I wouldn't be surprised if there's a lot of questions about this defense until about week eight. And then I think once, once the halfway point happens and everybody starts clicking, this defense turns it up. I think the schedule was the best part about everything and last week and super exciting. And, uh, Dylan, I'm going to pass it on to you. Positive vibes only. Positive vibes only. There's a great chance that this offense, like I said, is top five in the league, which is something we've never had. So that's my positive vibes.
1: That that works, Jordan.
0: Um, and vibes. Jake Martin's on the team. Haven't been traded yet. Uh, nothing nothing's wrong with him, so uh, yeah, like that. Uh, Preston. Um, I'll throw out a real quick shout out to uh, uh, Honcho for uh, doing an interview last week. So check out that podcast that we released yesterday. And uh, check out the website. We've been doing a lot of great stuff there, and we've got a lot of stuff in the pipe coming out that you guys are going to like. So it's an exciting time. great, Cody. Uh, I got a couple shout-outs. All right, cool. First one, um, shouting out something super positive of the players and Houston community in general. Justin Reed partnered up with Alex Bregman to do a fundraiser. Pretty awesome. What's that? Who's Alex Bregman? Oh, hush. Are you you kidding me? (laughs) No, who's Alex Bregman? You're going to get muted. Is he on ABC? Is he an anchor, a news anchor?
1: Take that hat off. (laughs) Anyway, so Justin Reed partnered up with Alex Bregman
0: um, to do a 24 hour live stream fundraiser where they played multiple video games, I believe. So that's pretty dang cool. I like to shout that out. Um, Like I said earlier, it was my birthday yesterday. It's currently Colin Gillespie's birthday, which is pretty damn cool. I was born within, like, 24 hours of him. Um, And I got to see my dad for, like, the first time in, like, nine months. So positive vibe only there. (laughs) John, your turn. And I got one I want to add after. Go
1: ahead. All right. Um, Just this in general, like, the amount of growth over the past – you know, the world's falling apart, but Texans Unfiltered is actually really, really, really turning into something. And i told James pre-show that I'm – he doesn't need to hear it from me, but I'm beyond proud of him um, and how much hustle he's put on. And it's just absolutely amazing what he has done and what he has really pushed this little community. And, and it just – it leaves me in awe. Um, Jordan and Dylan, I'm so happy that you all are on the team. I shouted y'all out last week, but I'm going to shout y'all out again just because, again, the contributions that y'all bring, the added conversations, the added viewpoints, again, just helping us grow. And y'all are both great great writers, very intelligent guys, way smarter than I am. So thank y'all for being here. And then Cody and Preston, all the stuff y'all do behind the scenes, we can't make anything go without y'all. I Preston probably spends more time listening to my voice than anybody on this earth really should. And I only do one show a week, so I can only imagine how he feels towards James right now. And then Cody just, that website, dude, that website's something else. So thank you so much, man. Um, one of the other things we're going to start doing is shouting out our Patreon. Thank you so much. Is it Patrons or Patreons? I, Patreon. Y'all know I can't say words. Patreon. Um, Cody, I'm sorry I spelled your name wrong. Um, but Cody, not only do you do, your, do our website, you still continue to give us money. You are paying us for the privilege of having an awesome website. And I don't want to play. Um, so. so, thank you. Um, J.B. Buff Bell, been there forever. Nacho Day Boy, you are our man. And then Chad Widmer, also, y'all have both been just patrons forever, so thank y'all so much. And If you start donating to Patreon, uh, we will definitely shout you out. We're actually going to make it start worth your um, do-what? We have uh, have two supporters
0: also on Anchor through Spotify, and
1: Swan, who
0: is my biggest supporter slash promoter slash cheerleader slash psychiatrist at times. Um, and she is my rock that gets me through the day when I need to talk to somebody. So big shout-out to Swan. Thank you for your support. <laughs> um, and Ryan Reyna, uh, also a monthly supporter, and also uh, everybody knows Ryan because he was with the Setchman Peaks, um, so also my financial advisor. So um, thank you, Ryan, for letting me spend money and uh, put it into this podcast because without you I wouldn't be able to do that. Uh, and so, and thank you, Swan. I, we can't tell you how much we appreciate that stuff. So uh, I just so I, I know those were different when I see those, so I just wanted to make sure that you knew of those.
1: Definitely. Thank you for – I mean, this is what, what we're doing it for. Um, and then just kind of a shout-out, we are going to start adding more stuff to Patreon. We've kind of ignored it for way too long, but we've got big plans coming forward. Uh, some of them will be just like our show after the show. A lot of the rants today were kind of used – are going to be kind of used as teaser clips. Uh, we're going to try and add those to the Patreon going forward. So if you like hearing them talk about rappers, if you like talking about comic books, movies, those are the type of things that... So you we, whole, would...
0: we can do a whole Kanye, like, seven-hour... We'll listen to a whole album together, and and then we can do one with Dylan, and he can try to convince us that little music can be listened to. Oh, <laughs> my, oh man. <laughs> open to
1: it. I'm open to it. Which no, air? just have, just have a, an album re-listen party. Oh. they do those? Um, something else that we've kind of shot around is we're going to have James try and teach me how to be good at Madden. Um, we'll see. I don't know. I'm, I'm very bad at Madden. I like to GM it. But the other thing that we're going to do is it looks like we're going to join a virtual league against other podcasts. They're actually looking to get um, all 32 teams represented in it, and it's a – And you just GM it. And with that, we get to watch the games. Um, They're nightly, and then you just watch them. And we'll stream them on Twitch. But part of it is we're the GM of that team. So you'll get to hear us kind of discussing. And if you join Patreon and you hear paying, hell, you can tell me who to trade for or who to try to trade for. I am definitely all about that. Um, And then also, anything y'all want us to do. Uh, we're always open to suggestions. If you think, hey, this would be really cool, I would give you a dollar to watch y'all talk about this or a video game to play or something like that. Always willing to listen because um, we could definitely, definitely use it. Um, again, thanks, thank you to all of our listeners for your continued support. Uh, without you, we could not be doing any of this. Um, and again, just one more time, special thanks to our writing team and Preston and Cody for all that they do every single week. And James, is there anything else you want to add?
0: Yeah, I have one more big shout-out. And this is something extremely cool to me, and I know that he listens as he sent me a screenshot confirmation of uh, subscribe to the podcast. So, David Johnson, thank you so much for your continued support thank you so much for sending me a signed jersey to put in my new office that I'm making this weekend and hang it up in the back. That is truly amazing. And growing up when I was watching Colin Cowherd and all those, and you watch when they're streaming from their offices, they all have like a signed jersey in a frame, and it's behind them when they stream and or when they're live on TV. So it's so freaking cool that I get to have one of your jerseys signed as, like, my staple, and that's the first one I have to add to many more to come. So um, I appreciate you supporting us and giving the little guy a shot because I think that is what has led to some of the bigger things that have come our way. So I appreciate you.
1: All right. Does anybody else want to throw anything out there? All right. You can find us at... Houston FB Pod. You can find James at I am Gold. You can find Dylan at Texans underscore draft. Jordan at Texans underscore thoughts. Uh, Cody and Preston like to stay anonymous. Um, so just, you know, take a half a second to follow us on Instagram or something. Or hit them up, that them. Get them up on Discord. Or get on Discord. You can bother them all day long on Discord. Yeah, we um, stick around there. on there. Yeah, and you can maybe try and figure out who they are on Reddit. I don't think they like to have their Pretty names. Pretty easy on actually,
0: figure me like find out who posts the Texans unfiltered shit, and that's that's
1: And me. one last request is we need a hashtag. Um, we need a hashtag. So, hashtag TUF hashtag TUFP. I, y'all throw stuff out. We need something. We need an, our <laughs> own individual one. Y'all can think of something. We will that that counts as a Patreon. You'll get a shout out for that. And yes, Patrick, I will cut your hair. All right, we're out.
0: We're gonna put it on Patreon. We're gonna go. I'm gonna cut Pat's hair, and we're gonna put it on Patreon.
1: That would actually be awesome.
0: And so he confirmed by typing BDE. So that's uh, that's the confirmation.
1: There um, we go. <laughs> all right, guys, uh,
0: thank you so much for joining Texans on Filter. We'll catch you guys next week. Loved this episode of Texans Unfiltered? We'd love for you to be a Patreon supporter. Your support allows us to provide you with the best Texans podcast possible. You can also follow us on Twitter and Instagram at HoustonFBPod. And everywhere podcasts can be found... And join our community on www.texansunfiltered.com or on Discord at Texans Unfiltered. Thank you for listening. Until next time.